and welcome to the Ascend Television Network, and welcome to a brand new program called Second Chances. My name is Greg Hennis, and we invite you to watch for us here on the Ascend Television Network. And you say, well, what is a second chance? Well, a second chance is really something that each and every one of us, that if we have uh, served the Lord, we all understand the, the concept of a second chance. And if you haven't served the Lord, let me explain to you this way. All of us, because we were all born uh, into this world, all came into the world with a very sinful nature. But through the grace of God, he uh, sent his son Jesus to die on the cross so that each and every one of us could have life and have it everlasting. And as a part of the, the, the process of salvation, all the sins, all the things that we've done prior to giving our lives and our hearts to Jesus Christ... He's forgiven all those things. So no matter how bad of a sin you thought you've committed, through the grace of God, you do get a second chance. And, and, and quite frankly, anybody that serves the Lord today, quite frankly, they've all been given a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance. And we could go on and on. We all realize that we've all fallen short. But the bottom line is that's what this program is all about because there's many wonderful people that you meet and you talk to them and you realize, you know, they've been through things too. Their life hasn't always been perfect. Now, now God, God did say to each and every one of us that, you know, just because we give our lives to him doesn't mean that we're going to have an easy ride. But he's always going to give us a way through things and he's always going to give us a way of escape if there's trouble. And that's one of the great things about salvation. And, and that's really what we're going to be doing each and every week here on, on Second Chances here on the Ascend Television Network. But before we get into our guest today, we just want to let you know that if you think that you know of someone, maybe yourself, maybe someone you know, has a unique story to share or have been through something, have you know been through a, a rough time, we have a website that we would love you to visit. There's a, there's a section on the website called... Uh, contact us. The website is Ascend, uh, A-S-C-E-N-D dash TV, the letter TV dot com. Just go to the, the website there and then click on contact us. And once you click on contact us, there's a little form you can fill out. And in, in the subject line, just type in the word second chance guest and uh, we will be in touch with you. Of course, provide contact information so we can contact you about being a guest on an upcoming program here on the Ascend Television Network. Now, our program today, we want to introduce you to Alfonso. Alfonso is a, is a gentleman that actually is a, is a part of our company here. But uh, one of the things that I'm very careful to do, and I'm going to give you a little bit of background, a lot of my guests that I'm going to have on the program, such as Alfonso, I deliberately don't ask them too many questions about where they've come from as far as their Christian walk, because one thing as an interviewer you get to learn is that you don't want to know too many things ahead of time. It helps you to have a better interview. So uh, I know that Alfonso loves the Lord. He uh, spends a lot of time in ministry, and I'm sure that there's a story that he's going to probably share with us that has led us to where he is today. So first of all, Alfonso, thank you for joining us here on Second Chances. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank now, having me. one thing that we all understand is that Sometimes for God to use each and every one of us, he likes to stretch us. Absolutely. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. All Absolutely. Right. And, um, you know, it, it's one of those things. The stretching is, is good for us. We don't realize it when it's happening, but uh, ultimately um, it's for our betterment. It's, it's for our good. So 
we have to be willing vessels, you know, and, and understand that it's not something that, that's designed to hurt us, but it's something designed to help us. So, Gotcha. So, Alfonso, um, obviously, you know, I, I would like to start off this interview by learning a little bit about, you know, things like, you know, where you were born, were you born into a Christian home, and then we'll, we'll kind of go from there and just kind of get that's to know who, who, who you've who you were and who you've become. Okay, no problem. Um, well, I was born, I'm, I'm a Cape May County resident. Um, I was born in uh, Middle Township at uh, Burdett Tomlin, and now it's Cape Regional. Here in New um, Jersey. Right here in New Jersey. Um, I grew up in Woodbine, New Jersey. It's a small town, um, very small town. Everybody's connected in the town. And um, I was not born into a, a so-called uh, Christian home. I, I I mean, we were believers, and, and I would say, like, my grandmother went to church, um, and my mother went to church sometimes as well, but it wasn't a home where, you know, we were forced to go to church or anything like that. It was something where, you know, we believed, but we didn't really, you know, fellowship or anything like that. So it was one of those things where there was, I don't want to say there wasn't a need because everybody has a need, but at, at the time we didn't see it as a need in our lives. So um, ultimately, um, you know, growing up uh, through my early years and into my teenage years, I wasn't really in tune and in touch with, with the Lord at all. And so, so were you like one of those people that just kind of went to church? I, you know, I hate to use this as an example, but there's a word in the Christian community you may have heard before, before called Creaster. That means you go to church on Christmas, Christmas and, Easter. and Easter. Absolutely. Is, is that where you kind of, kind of fell in? Pretty much. Uh, Easter, um, you know, sometimes on Mother's Day, something like that. Make mom but happy. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Mom and grandma, they, were, they would be excited about that. But other than that again it was one of those things where it wasn't something that was forced on us and it wasn't something that I was you know really excited about at the time so so you you lived like that just mm-hmm. kind of you know you knew of mm-hmm. you were around it on occasion you went to church a couple times a year right uh, how was your life at that point were you you know were you living a good life were you you know were you doing uh, things that were edifying, you know. You know tell us a, bit, a little well, bit about what you were doing myself, as a person um, as you got a little bit older. Well, at, myself, um, I'm, I'm one of many brothers. I had no sisters, but I have like six brothers. And um, my mother was a single mother, um, and you know, it was something. I was I was the good kid um, amongst the brothers, and and you know, I tried to try to do right and try to live right and try to do things that would make mom happy, not necessarily um, things that were uh, necessarily edifying to the Lord, but it was something that I wanted to not be the one. So you're that, always worried about the wrath of mom. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and, and, and you know, my brothers, you know, they did whatever it was that they were doing and, and you know, nothing, nothing major, but again, it was one of those things where we didn't really have a connection to the Lord, so I really didn't know what was expected of me. Um, you know, so I didn't know what to do to uh, uh, to lift up his name, I guess, and, and for lack of a better way of putting it. So um, I didn't really get into a lot of trouble as a young kid. I was I was done well in school. Um, you know, again, like I said, I did everything that I could to, to make life easier for, for mom. And, um, you know, as I got older, uh, I started to, you know, date and things like that. And, and in my dating, um, I, I ended up dating the mother of, of my children, of, of three of my children. Um, and she was into the church. And that's kind of like how I really got into, you know, 
a little bit more into church and, and so your you wife know, kind of was yeah, the, 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 the the open door that God kind, created. Kind of, yeah, absolutely. Her mother was sold out for the Lord, and and it was one of those things where she was like, "If you're going to date my daughter, then you're gonna you know you're gonna know something about the Lord." And um, that's you know, the fear of the mom again. <laughs> again <laughs> here I am back back to that again. But um, ultimately, you know that that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Um, but I'll say it was just a little bit. You know, I mean, I still was I was still young and still you know wondering about what I was going to be doing in, in life and, and, you know, didn't feel a calling at that time. And, and it was just one of those things where, okay, I, I, I still know of you, Lord. I still know that you're there, but uh, I don't feel a tug from you. I don't, I don't feel, and, and not only did I not feel a tug, I, I kind of didn't feel a need for him either. And, and, you know, you that felt you were just doing just yeah, fine without uh, him. Life was, life was not bad. Life was not bad. Um, but I'll, I'll say that, um, guess I was I was 21 and um, I was dating uh, the mother of my children and she, she we didn't have any kids at the time but um, I had a serious car accident and I had I was I was out one night and I was coming home and um, I I don't know if I fell asleep behind the wheel. Still don't know the story behind it. Um, I think I fell asleep behind the wheel, and I had a really serious car accident. And um, they kind of told my mother, um, he's never going to walk. If he if he lives, he's not going to, you know, have functions. He's going to be kind of like... I don't even know if it's politically correct, but he, he would be sort of like a vegetable. He, he's not going to mm. really know anything that happened to him. And um, I spent... Uh, like 19 days in the hospital, and um, I remember from the only thing I remember from the accident is waking up on the side of the road, and I swore to the Lord. I said, "Lord, if you if you let me live, I swear I will do right. I swear I'll I'll, I'll give my life to you." Wow! Um, and that was in 1991, and um, you know it was it was something that should have changed my life in 1991, but it didn't. You know, I still, really? you know, I, I, I made promises to God like we all do. Lord, if you if you get me through this, if you if you help me get through this, then, you know, I promise I'll do this and I promise I'll do that. And that was in 91. And um, it still took me a long time to, to fulfill my promise. Wow. Um, so eventually, um, almost 10 years later is when I ended up giving my life to the Lord. So before we, we find out how you gave your life to the Lord, you kind of mentioned that you were in a bad car accident. Mm -hmm. Mentioned that the doctor said might be a vegetable. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you work with me today. You mm -hmm. come in, you walk just fine, you operate a camera for us, you mm -hmm. operate a computer. Absolutely. Tell us how you got to that point where all those things a doctor had kind of forecast, mm -hmm. how you kind of got to the point where you are today, where you appear to be just like anybody else a right. normal healthy person right um you know and 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 um that's one of those things where i like i said i made promises on the side of the road but i i, I truly believe that there was a lot of people praying for me obviously um, probably you, know, you just you made those yeah. promises speaking but not really in right your heart. exactly and 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 at the time i thought I, it was coming from the heart um but I, I come to realize that you know that was not necessarily the case um it was just something i was desperate i was i was like i don't want to i don't want to die here i don't want to i don't want this to be the end for me i, I think i have too much that i haven't accomplished yet or whatever and um you know again through over those years um you know, rehabbing and, and, and talking to a lot of people that, that reminded me of what 
the prognosis was and and as I, I rehabbed and and went through you know certain scenarios and situations um, I kind of like uh, my my faith grew even though I had not committed my life. Um, I think my faith was growing because I was seeing how the Lord was still working. And, and it's one of those things that you find out after the fact that just because you're not saved doesn't mean that you're not called. Just because you're not saved doesn't mean that God hasn't, uh, you know, ha- doesn't have his hand on your life. Um, and, and it's one of those things where in his time, you'll, you'll come to him because we don't, obviously, we don't choose him. He chooses us. Um, but it was one of those things during the process that I didn't see it happening. But it was something that was, you know, slowly, uh, you know, taking place in my life um, over the course of, of, like I said, about nine years. Um, again, uh, in and out of church, um, you know, and and reminding myself, like when I would go to church and 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 I would feel a tug, and I would remember, I would remember the promise that I made, Lord, uh, if if you get me through this, I promise I'm going to give you my life. And and you know, I think that was one of the reasons that I kind of was in and out of church because I was like. If I do this, I'm going to do it all the way. And, um, you know, it was kind of hard um, to not give him my life co- completely. So um, I kind of st- was afraid, I think, it w- was probably the best way of putting it, of, of really saying, you know what, the things that the world has to offer are, are not anything compared to what God can give me. And, um, you know, again, ultimately, it just was... A lot of people praying for me, um, being in and out of the church, and 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 the, the little tugs, the subtle tugs, um, the was reminders. Your, was your grandma still in your life at that point, or had she um, passed? My grandma was was still still alive. She was still in my life, um, and she would remind me. You know, you you have no idea. Um, you know, there's there's people that don't make it through what you made it through. Um, you know, and 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 look at your look at your. Uh, I don't want to say your growth, but look at look at how far you've come from where you were and you know how people have rode you off and 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 when I say people had rode you off I mean doctors friends family it was just like he's never going to be the same and and um I'm I'm thankful because I wasn't ever the same um I think that God made me better you know I mean um physically yeah there was some struggles or whatever uh but uh you know Today, nine nine knee surgeries later, and a, and a knee replacement, and and you know I've got all my faculties about me. I think, and like you said, I'm I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Um, and and in life in general. So again, I owe all that to the Lord. If you're praying for somebody right now, and you just say, well, you know, I don't really see a change. You don't know really what's going on, you know, behind the scenes in the spiritual realm. Right. But your prayers are very important to that person that you're praying for. So I encourage you today. As, you know, Alfonso just kind of alluded to, that those things probably made a difference. Now, back to your story. Um, So, 91, you had that accident. Mm -hmm. You said, Lord, help me, get me out of this mess, and if you do, I'm going to serve you. Right. But it didn't really start off that way right away, but you keep talking about a process. Mm -hmm. So, tell us where the next big thing happened that kind of, drew you closer to the Lord to maybe to get you to the point where you are today? What kind of happened to draw you in a little bit closer um, as time went on? Yeah, um, and th- during that process, uh, I had my first child um, that was in, she was actually, actually my girlfriend was pregnant at the time of the accident. So my first child came in 91, um, and then uh, we got married. 
and uh, we had two more kids and that in itself was something that that kind of said you know what you need to really step it up and, and get yourself together um you're not doing this just for you anymore um you you have um you know you have a family that you need to to take care of and, and take care of well and, and do it in a godly way or, or do it in a way that is going to be um you know beneficial to them obviously um so i think that that was the thing that was like okay now i've really really have to you know take a step back from everything that i thought was right or i thought that i deserved or i thought that i wanted to do or whatever and say you know what what is going to be the best for them and and i knew that i couldn't do it by myself there was nothing that i could do on my own that was going to be good enough because everything that i wanted them to have i wanted them to have the best of the best and i i just knew that there's nothing that that's in me personally in 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 the physical world or that i could do that would be even close to what god could give them so um you know i wanted them to 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 know the lord and and i remembered the time when i was on the side of the road and i said lord i'm going to do right and and i didn't want them to have to go through something to make that commitment to him to 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 go through something tragic to to build a relationship with them um with with the lord so it was it was one of those things where i need to be living right and doing right um and that way uh they'll come up right it won't be something that you know it's going to have to push them in in that direction and um you wanted to just kind of set a good example absolutely. for your kids too. Absolutely. I wanted to give them a blueprint. And 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 even and wanting to do that um you know over the course of of those years um there was still like I said that it took me 9 years and and I had got married and I had all my kids um well all of them up until that point um in that time frame before I actually gave my life to the Lord. Tell uh, us about the moment you did. Uh the moment I did Tell us um, when you sold out for the Lord. I sold out for the Lord um I was actually um we were married and my wife was like she didn't feel like life was what she wanted it to be so she was like well, we need to talk to to a pastor and and she was going to church and I wasn't and uh she said I I want you to come and talk to my pastor what were you thinking and, of that and I was like um <laughs> really like like what is he going to tell me that I don't already know and um the funny thing about it is um we went I I said I'll go you know I mean what is he going to tell me he's not going to tell me something I don't already and when I went um the one thing that he continued to tell me was that god has something special for you as a man and as the man of your household um you're you're required to do certain things you're you're supposed to be the priest of your home you're supposed to you know be the head of your home and everything that he kind of told me was he and and at the end of the day he said you can be mad at me if you want to he said but nothing that i've told you is coming from me everything that i've told you comes from the bible everything that i've told you is is our requirements of that that the lord has of you and um that was it wasn't a a, a sunday service we just went in and and he was talking to me and uh, i i i remember at the end of the conversation he says now do i need to get security to to escort you out because he he could tell that i was kind of like not receiving it at the moment and I was like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." And from that day, um I think it was 
that I believe that was on a Tuesday, and not that Sunday, but the following Sunday after that is when I gave my life to the Lord. And I so said, you decided to go to church. I, I went to church on that. I went to church the, the next Sunday, and then the following Sunday is when I decided, you know what. I need to do this. I need. I need to commit my life to the Lord. And, so is the Lord talking at yes, you like that? Yes. The, and, those, and the, the, yeah. The, over the, the course of those eleven days, or however many days it was, it was. This guy doesn't know me from a can of paint, and and he really, really, you know, hit me hard with, you know what? This is this is what God wants you to do. It's not something. I mean, your wife wants that of you, but. It's not even her for her glory or benefit either. I mean, she's gonna get some benefits out of it, but but this is what the Lord requires of you. And you know, I I, I just kept saying to myself, I made a promise ten years ago, and here it is ten years later, and I'm still not doing the things that I promised that I would do. And um, you know, it kind of it it shook me up. It had me frustrated. Like I said, the first day I was frustrated by what he was saying. But when I really thought about it, I was like, you know what, this is, this is what I need to be doing. Um, like I said, I, I have, I had two sons. I had a, my daughter was the oldest. So I had three kids and I'm like, I really, really got to do this for them. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it was, it was humbling because I, w- I had always, like I said, I was the good kid. I, I didn't really raise a whole bunch of how. Um, I just, you know, and everybody always told me, oh, you're going to do, you're going to be fine in life and everything's going to be well for you. And, and, and did, you have an empty, did you have an emptiness until you found the Lord? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I would never admit that until, you know, later in life. Um, but it was one of those things where you, you find out, you know what, no matter what you try to fill it with, it's never enough. It's never enough. You're always going to have that void until until because he's he's calling you. He's always calling you. So it was it was a really really tough time. Uh, there may be some people watching right now, uh, Alfonso, that <clears throat> perhaps say, "Well, you know, the Lord's been tugging at me, but I don't really know what to do to give my heart to the Lord. I really don't know. You know, is it is it complicated? Is it hard?" So. For the sake of those people that are a little unsure of, of how to make that next step, tell us how you did it in your case. Was there an altar call at church? Was there a, a special prayer time on that um, Sunday? There, there, there was an altar call. Um, I did not go at the altar call um, during the altar call. Um, but I did, after immediately following the service, I did, um, you know, request us to speak to the pastor. And... Um, and and the the great thing was he made himself available because some I mean after Sunday service is, is is a horrible time to try to to get to to the pastor, um, but he made himself available and um, I just I just poured my heart out to him I said I said I, I I know that I haven't done what I need to be doing I know that I haven't lived right I know that. Um, there's more for me, and I want what God has for me. Um, I, I, I want to give my life to Him. Um, I want to be sold out to the Lord. Um, and and whatever it whatever it takes, I'm willing to do it. 
And and this is another thing, and, and I know we're not we don't have a lot of time, but this is not one of the things that I said is is whatever whatever God wants me to do, I want to do it. And I want to do it with my whole heart. Has he taken you up on that and, offer? And and there we go. <laughs> From there it just it was like, why did you say that? But um ultimately um it led to a lot of things. Um Tell uh, us a couple of things um, the Lord's done in your life. Um, uh, we've just well, got a couple minutes. So. Right. So from there, um, like I said, uh, I started fellowshipping, and, and and I was really, you know, gung-ho and, and on fire for the Lord. Um, not long after that, um, I started, you know, working with the youth and, and working, um, you know, in the church doing some, some little things. Um, a few years after that, I think it was like three or four years after that, I got ordained as a deacon. Um, By the way, when I first met you, that's how I was introduced to you as, as deacon. So uh, there you go. So, so I, I knew that he didn't hasn't always been a deacon. See, I just right. found out today. Go ahead. Right. I'm sorry. So, so four years, three about three four years after that, I was a deacon, and then um, six years after that, um, after serving um, again with all my heart and, and all my might, um, I was licensed to preach, um, and then became ordained as a pastor uh, a few years after that. Um, so now I'm the administrative pastor at the Sword Church, um, and and all of this time I've spent all of this time at the Sword Church. Um, at, at the time it was First Baptist Church of Woodbine, um, and then and then the pastor that I went to see was Pastor Dawson, who's who's my senior pastor now. So we've been together for like 18 years now, and um, you know it's it's just exciting that. Uh, God has has been able to 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 do some things in my life. Um, he gave me a, another son uh, like four years ago, um, that amazing wife. Uh, it's just when I when I think of all of the the stuff that I I didn't do or or why and, and I say why didn't you just do this before? Why didn't you do this from the beginning? And 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 a lot of times we think that you know I got time or or you know and 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 I'm I'm 47 now and I'm like. If I would have done this when I was like 20, man, I would, how much more would I have in my life or how much better would my life be? And, and, and I don't regret anything that I've done in my life or anything like that. But um, ultimately, you know, I, I say, Lord, if I, I just I, that's why I always try to tell young people, if, if you have an opportunity, get into a relationship with the Lord. It, it, it's going to it's going to do things for you that you would have never thought. Um, and, and they think that they're missing out on some things and stuff like that. But nothing is better than, than having the ability to serve the Lord. An older person once told me. All that stuff you do, it ain't, this is her words, it ain't hitting on nothing. And that's right. the truth. I, I don't know right. how else to say it. But right. most importantly, we have just a little bit of time. People are watching right now. People are saying, I want to be set free. I need an opportunity to do it. Uh, Alfonso, would you lead those people in a word of prayer right now? Look at the camera and go ahead and lead them in a word of prayer. Oh, absolutely. Um Let's pray. Uh, most gracious, most heavenly Father, um, as always, uh, we start off by giving you thanks, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to uh, get into your presence, Lord. We thank you for the the blessings and the, the things that you want to, to bestow in our lives, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, uh, Lord. We just ask that uh, if there's anybody that is uh, seeking you, Father God, right now, that you show up in their lives, Lord, in a mighty, mighty way, Lord, that you um, show them that you are real, Father God, Lord. Allow them to encounter you uh, with a personal experience, Lord, because there's nothing 
like a relationship with you, Father God. Lord, we just ask that you uh, just touch them, Lord, touch their hearts, Lord. Father God, even uh, touch their minds, Father God, because the enemy is crafty, Lord. So, Lord, we just ask that you just uh, protect their minds from, from any thoughts that would, would hinder them from seeking out uh, that relationship with you, Father God. Lord, we ask that you just bless them in a mighty way, Lord, and uh, we will be careful to give you glory, honor, and praise in your son Jesus' name we pray. And uh, if you are a child of God, I ask that you say amen. 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 Um, it's it's one of those things where I always, and I, I don't know if we're going over on time or not, but it's so important that you, if you feel that tug, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. Um, like I said, it took me 10 years from the time that I made a promise to God. He didn't, I mean, we always, we know that he calls us and that may have been him calling me in that moment on the side of the street. And uh, it took me 10 years. And, and that was 10 years that I missed out on on some stuff that he had for me. And uh, I just, I, I implore you, don't miss out. Don't miss out. You don't, you don't want to mess what the Lord has for you. Well, Alfonso, we want to thank you for stretching yourself. Now, that half hour didn't take so long after all, did it? And did not. Okay. It right. did not. So, ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to keep watching. We thank you for watching the Ascend Television Network. Remember, we'll have second chances on throughout our, our broadcast day. And we thank you for watching. Tune in real soon again for another second chance right here on the Ascend Television Network. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have something that you would like to share on Second Chances, well, we would love to hear from you. Visit our website, ascend-tv.com. Click on Contact Us. There's a form to fill out. And in the subject line, just type in Second Chances Guest. And we'll get back to you and schedule you a time to come on this program and share your story.